Good day, good day for the greetings, for the hellos, for the salutations. This is Colin Rachel Heifendara, Colin Prince. We have quite a show for you this evening. Well, well, well. As the collective starts to awaken, the forensics become clear. The puzzle pieces start to snap into place. It's very curious. I think we're all starting to put the pieces together again. So which this is this is just fascinating stuff here. And tonight we're going to go over this concept of the moon and whether or not it belongs with us. I guess it's here now and maybe maybe here to stay maybe not, but there was a time when it is said that the moon did not exist. It was not near us. It was not here. It was, we didn't have a moon. And there are scientists out there who say that uh, and have theorized about its placement here or that it's a spaceship. And I know you guys, I know who I'm talking to, and I know what you guys have searched and um, we have ancient texts and we've studied and we've seen the podcasts and we've heard some of the things circulating, especially now more than ever, even though it's been happening and circulating for a while. But I think it's all just kind of coming full circle, full moon cycle circle. So first things first, welcome, welcome. Tonight we're just having a Now Space News. And what's in the Now Space News is, well, the moon. The moon, aliens, and beyond. I mean, there's a lot. So we'll talk about the venue. We'll talk about the quantum grammar. Uh, we'll talk about the claim of the life and all of those good things as well. Gratitude to the postmaster hyphen general, Colin Russell hyphen J. Colin Gould for being the reason why we are all gathered here today. Because honestly, I mean, who knows where we'd be we'd still be in time, right? So welcome to the now space. I'd like to give a warm welcome to anyone who is just tuning in for the first time. Hello, hello. I am, uh, again, Colin Rachel, hyphen Dara Colin Prince. I've done a few documentaries on the chief, hang out with him and uh, been in his, his vicinity to know that, I, I mean, I know what I, know and I know what I don't know and I know we all don't know a lot <laughs> to, not to be um rude about it or anything but we're just all just kind of I think we're just it's just like kind of coming out of this slumber together and the good news is I think we're all just trying to figure out how what chief did fits into the bigger mystery that we're solving here and what I'm theorizing on this night is, is perhaps the first of its kind. Perhaps someone else has theorized this as well. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, granted, I'm going to give you some of the, uh, some, some video clips here, some sound bites of some good stuff that, uh, has already speculated on the, the, the moon's dark secret and the lizard people harvesting human souls for food <laughs> or for fun, I guess. 
and uh, this being a prison planet and this being some sort of a experiment or a simulation or what have you. So I'm not here to debate per se those concepts. Those are not really, I don't, I'm just going to talk about them, but they're not really anything new that you guys have seen plenty of podcasts and live streams on those. I'm and books and things like that. I'm just taking all of it and coming out with this theory of how Chief fits into this, how Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gould fits into this and what he did fits into this key piece in moving us into a completely new experience and new paradigm, if you will. And that part, that piece, that's what I will talk about tonight on this night and would love for you guys' feedback. So um, you can certainly type in the chat. See y'all have started for the hello, for the greetings, for the warm welcome. And I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Rion de Brion. Hey, hey, thanks for the work you do. Uh, I did call this Team Light, but I do want to give credit to him. That is his term, Team Light, Team Hyphen Light. We're Team Quantum. <laughs> but I felt Team Light was better for the meme, which has a Merkaba and it has Infinity and it has Angel Wings because when it comes down to it, guys, we're going to need those those angels to safeguard us and uh we're gonna we're gonna have to really uh do our work to stay clean and clear and fend off if you will the dark side because uh team light works with the light go back to the light and ideally connects with source when time falls away and we're just in space, we're all one. That's what Chief talks about being rule one. And in the way that I see that is, yeah, we are light. We are, we're really just a uh, light source. We're just one different expressions of such. And um, we're just connected to God, right? Or source. So there is no out there. And so it is a bit of a dichotomy. I get it. <laughs> However, that being said, there's more on all of that because when we fractionalize and have been fractionalized and when we get split and and um, severed in, in all of our different facets, then um, it seems like troubles happen. <laughs> so that's what we're going to kind of talk about. Um, yes, I know about Rion. Rion's still kind of caught on this whole Nazar Gazara thing, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, for the most part, I feel for him. And I'll tell you why I feel for him. And the reason and I'm going to get to that in a little bit more in depth into tonight's call. And part of it is the amount of work that he claims to do. And I know him to do. I, <clears throat> and Rion's one of those people that I've, I know in the flesh. I've met him in person and he's a genuine, authentic guy. Um, maybe on the wrong trail with, um, you know, the, the Nasara Gasara stuff and all of the, uh, crypto and all that jazz or whatever, you know, like, I mean, nobody's perfect, but Hey, he does a lot of work for the, for team light. And that's what I'm giving him props for. So, uh, I had a little experience of having to push some stuff back to the light and it was not something that I did consciously in that amount or that like size and, and I don't 
it's not like something I want to do here on this earth. You know, maybe we're all here as spiritual warriors doing the light work now. And like, we're just kind of coming to terms with that. But I'm just like, wow, I'm constantly having to do work. And now I'm harnessing some of those skills. And I'm just like, wow, is that really my mission here? Man, that sucks. Because there's a lot of demons and a lot of crap to clean up on this planet that we've trashed. And it's like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, so I know Rion does talk a lot about that stuff and all the work he's doing constantly. And he's just tired of it. And I get it. I don't want to have to do do that. I want to have fun and go chill and work on quantum grammar. And, and uh, but I guess that's just not where we're at right now. Okay. So, so props to Rion because I, I feel for him. I, I felt last night a very, very uh, portion of what he must uh, sense and the work of the cleanup that he's doing. And maybe if you guys feel that way, uh, you can put a, put a, put something in the chat for that because I feel for you guys. All right. So for those of you new to the channel again, welcome. And we, this is a public broadcast, although I do wish that people don't, um, you know, I mean, safeguard this is all I would say if you're going to share it to the right people, please. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I know you guys are the light workers as well. And I know that some of you guys are new, maybe meandered here, not sure why. And maybe you'll stay, maybe you won't stay, but this is open to the public. You might see that many of the those in the chat are are writing in quantum grammar or writing in brackets to take their words off the page. Um, or maybe you don't know why you're here at all, but hey, you know, stick around for a while. It's going to get fun and we're going to kind of venture through some sound bites of, of Chief and we're going to listen to some other physicists and we're going to listen to the Y files and we're just going to to go all over the place with these concepts to, to bring it full circle back to what Chief has done and the solutions that he has on the table. And, you know, one of the questions is why is it so freaking hard for people to get it, like get what Chief's done? <laughs> and, uh, well, first of all, it's hard to articulate what all he's done because he's done so much. But second of all, it's, it's hard because it's never been done and that we know of in this way. And I could just keep going on with that list of all of the reasons why it's hard to explain who he is and his positions and titles and, uh, you know, keep studying lastflagstanding.com, piercing-dynasty.com, War Castles. War Castles is great. If you watch that a hundred times, you still don't know everything. So, yes, um, Urban, we are the Cosmic Cleanup Crew. It is it's no joke. It's no joke. And Colin Carroll says, but you do have to cover the ground you stand on, especially when the fight is brought to you. Yes, absolutely. We, you know, or maybe you don't know. <laughs> hate that phrase, but it's stuck in my mindset. I should say that my hope is that none of us have to deal with what I foresee coming to this world and what's what we're hearing is coming 
a little bit more chaos and a little bit more of the dark darkness pushed back to the light. And in the process, there's like Urban said, cosmic cleanup needed. But the how would one stand their own ground? Uh, as Chief says, you need to program your now space. What does that mean? Well, uh, I think you guys can start popping it in the chat what programming your now space means, starting with programming uh, through prayer and uh, through the words that you speak and the thoughts that you think and the vibrations that you put out. We need to do soul work. We need to clean up our shit. And if you haven't done that, you will pop out of the venue. I've seen it now almost a dozen times in my three years here and i am always amazed at how it pops people out because they haven't something's not something's not right in their structure and they, it can't hold and so they go a different direction which hey is totally fine i'm not there's nothing i'm not judging that i'm just saying i've seen it happen i've witnessed it rather it's it's a thing and my theory again is that the dark side is keeping them from moving forward into that whether whether that's because they're working with an agency, but what, whether they're being recruited for the dark side, whether they're being, whether they've already been attacked, whether they have um, something in, in them, in their family structure, in their um, lineage or something that's pulling them that way that they just can't get out. I'm a fighter. I'm a scrapper. So I fight until uh, I, it was described to me once as, Rachel, you are one of those people who will crawl up out of the muck and the mud and claw and crawl to get back to where you need to be. And, and so it is. And so some of us are like that. Some of us aren't. I get it. I mean, no judgment. Okay. But like I said, I've taken a few beatings in my, my soul and my soul body. And I'm, um, I am committed to, to feeling good in this, in this lifetime and, and maintaining that why else would I want to be here? I hate pain. Who likes it? God, so uncomfortable. Um, so that brings me to the uh, message of demons. I do want to. I do want to talk about that real quick. I call them demons for lack of better words. I would like to say there may be other words for that. I don't know if that's a religious term or not, but I would say that I just call them demons because, sorry about the barkingness of the dog, uh, but it's 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 getting near sunset, so the, the bunnies are out, and that's a very um, fun time for the doggies. Okay, so back to the demons, right? Um, and we I've tried to not talk about them too much, but I will say it's a real thing. They are... Um, they've infiltrated, they have infiltrated. And so we've got to do our work to keep our now space clean and clear in the water, in the food that we're eating, in our prayer words, in our, uh, our now space of our, of our home, wherever we go, whenever we just, just very conscious, conscious of how we're transacting and who we're transacting with and putting up very fierce boundaries all of these things um, in um, essential oils, candles. I, I mean, I'm not trying to sound like a like a like a, a, a summoning here. Like I, I'm I'm going in the opposite direction. Okay, we're we're pushing things to the light, and um, we need to to stay on top of that. And and that includes doing clearings, breathing, everything that you have to do 
as a soul warrior, as a warrior, spiritual warrior here in the now space. Um, I don't know if Chief really uses that word soul. He doesn't really like that word. So we'll just say spiritual warrior. So anyway, let's see. All right. I'm just going to catch up with the chat here real quick. I can see some side stories happening with the DMV and all the yada yadas, but let's try to curtail the DMV talk. You guys stop pulling people out of the now space with your jibber jabber. Okay. Let's focus on this collective and pull it together. Come on. Come on. We're going to be talking about the DMV right now, please. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's so hilarious. It's not. But yeah, you guys go to the study groups. We got study groups. If you've got your claim of the life, go to the study groups, which can be got at ForTheClaimOfTheLife.com if you're ready for that path. I'm not here to sell that path. What I am here to do is talk about the now space and what happens when we're in it because there's so much happening that if we're not prepared, you won't even need your claim of the life because you're going to get regurgitated back out into the fiction. And you're going to get cast out into the demon world, okay? So I'm trying to freaking focus here. <laughs> so let's bring it into full attention. Some people say a general Rachel. <laughs> director. A, a director. We direct. Okay. Are we done with the DMV, Finel? You guys give me a thumbs up. We're done with the DMV. Yeah? You good? Okay. 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 Thanks, Carol. You go, girl, she says. Okay. Yeah. Now we're back on track. Yeah. Let's pull it together because when you're here, you bring me here. But if I'm talking to empty vessels, <laughs> we got some problems because then Rachel doesn't perform as well. What I count on is for you to be with me and guide my consciousness. That is channeling of the higher dimensions of the God source that is going to give us the best message for the now space. Yo, says Jared. Thank you. I feel you guys now. All right. So where was I? <laughs> Demons. Okay. So watch out for the file traitors. I call them the file traitors, the infile traitors. Staying focused, keeping focused. So I go into the Thai massage place. Okay. I had a calling. I had a calling to go get a Thai massage. I saw the little she had a sign up on the door. It said 12 o'clock or 1230 or something. And I was like, oh, I drove down the street, went back. And I was like, you know what? Yes. That's another thing. Listening to your yes is a definite, definite must these days. Okay. You got to have a yes. If you don't have a yes, don't do it. <laughs> There's too many things, too much trickery out there. And it is no joke. I mean, I'm serious. This is serious shit. Okay, guys, I am not joking. This, this, I called this emergency broadcast, if you will, of the now, uh, we call it the now, what did I call it? The now Oh gosh. Hold on. I called it the now do, 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 do. Oh yeah. The now space cast, the now space cast. It's an emergency now space cast because there's shit 
happening. There is shit going down. And I mean it. And I mean it. It's coming left and it's coming right. And if you're not careful, yeah, a whole pile of emoji shit. Then you're going to be a target. And I've talked to Chief about this. If you're not programming your now space, then someone else is going to do it for you. There's so much programming going on right now. And this, we're going to come back to this as we start talking about the uh, lizard people. <laughs> and if I could go back and listen to myself, I'd probably chuckle. I like to like make myself laugh. We're going to come back to the lizard people and how, you know, they're trying to run stuff. And it's, it's no, it's, no, I mean, assuming it's lizard people. I don't, I don't know. I don't have any firsthand knowledge of that. Okay. I've, I've caught a few strange videos and seen some strange things, but you know, of course there's that girl on the plane who said, I saw the lizard guy and you know, it's all perception, right? So if we're, if we're, we're being programmed, then you're not going to see it. So the, the idea is to let down the devil guard, the veil, the de veil of the veil, the, the veil is lifting, the lifting of the veil. You've seen our memes. So I go into the Thai massage place and she's working on me and she's really good. I mean, she's like, I work on famous people. And I was like, okay. And so she, she's talking the whole time, yip yapping. And I, I was a little, it was a little strange because I was thinking, I mean, we were com conversating. She, she's very skilled. She's, I don't know if you guys have had Thai massage, but she was authentic. Okay. She's, she knows how to literally move your entire body with her body. Um, she can do some crazy stuff. Okay. And, um, and she got skills. So it was, it was so good that I, when I left, as I was only in that part of, uh, where I was visiting for a couple of days and I said, I, I want to come back. So I come back the next day. I, I, I'm feeling pretty good. And I walk in and she's like, I don't feel so good. <laughs> and I'm like, you're kidding me. Um, and I'm thinking, Oh shoot. Um, so I pulled out, I had some holy basil and I, I start trying to like kind of clear her energy for her. I felt bad. Like, I'm like, dang, she didn't protect herself. And, and I'm sitting here like pushing out energy. And I, listen, I am conscientious about that sort of thing. I, I, I push, uh, when I'm getting a massage or something, I don't allow a good massage therapist on the other hand will direct the energy for you, Reiki or whatever you want to call it, but they're not going to take it on. If they took it on all the time, and some do because they're not skilled, they take that energy on and then they get wrecked. I don't know if you guys know it, but when you get in a fight with a loved one and then you feel like crap the next day or that you get a headache or you're, you get psychically attacked or you walk into a place and you feel terrible. Listen, there is stuff everywhere. Cosmic cleanup crew on aisle one. We have all got to safeguard of our now space. So she felt like crap. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. So I started clearing her energy about it and I gave her some oil, essence oil and she started feeling better right away and, and started talking again, just talking. And anyway, I worked with her assistant because she, she was just, she just didn't feel good the whole time. I mean, she was, she was coming out of having not felt good, uh, even though she was feeling better. But I'm just like, I could tell she just didn't move out that energy and it got trapped. Either that and or, or I guess you could say and, she had some of her own shit that I triggered. And 
I mean, this lady's in business. She's got her office this way. I mean, she said, I know this never happens. Okay. So I, I, we have to comprehend that the more light that that we carry and the and the bigger projects we're here to work on, the more we have to to move, and then we're going to move other people as well and their energy. So that brings me to uh, after that experience, I went home and I was feeling pretty good, and uh, called a or a, a, just checking in on a friend, and I they called back and I was like, Oh, I shouldn't answer that because I feel good. And I, I just, I did it. I felt like a no, but I wasn't sure, but I wanted to be kind of nice. And so I answered the call. And when I answered the call, I started talking and there were things that were said. And I tried to keep it very, very brief. Cause I suddenly started to feel really bad in my body again after having felt amazing for two days. So I get off the phone quickly. I cut it short and I'm thinking, wow, this is, this is a load of crap. Okay. We should, I, I'm not, I don't want to be on cosmic cleanup crew. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> All right. But here's the dealio. I had to clear my space again and I'm talking some serious stage burning. Okay. We, I mean, I had to, I had to go for it go for the, the, the demon gold. And this was no joke. Those, the, 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 the demons are on, uh, the demons are on, uh, I don't know. They're just roaming around looking for places to go. And interestingly enough, uh, a part of this call that the person had told me that they, uh, that they were, invited into an elk's lodge. And I said, you know, that's like low level Mason right there. And they're like, well, the, the, they're dying out. Like there's no more members. Like they're just, they, they need members. So they're just recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. And I'm thinking, well, still. And when I was clearing that energy, what was, what came through to me was I, all those dead entities or traveling entities or dark entities, whatever you want to call them that had attached to this person had come into my now space and like cry babies wanting to go back to the light. I helped them get, get on their way. Okay. And, and like, call them cry babies because it was like, you can't do this yourself guys. But listen, listen, if that's, if that's truly what happened, cause this is a theory. Okay. This is theorizing the, 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 the spiritual realms and, and speaking them, then what's happening is they, they need our assistance to get back home. And that's, like I said, I didn't want to, I didn't sign up for cosmic cleanup crew. Don't come invading my space. And like I said, if you get a no, keep it a no, don't answer the phone. <laughs> should have not answered the phone, but I did. And, and if I did, I should have made it clear. But, you know, when we have friends, we open that space up. We're vulnerable. And so it's hard. I get it. But, but, um, we got to do it. And, and your friends just either have to comprehend it or, or not. <laughs> and then, like I said, I've seen, I've seen people vacate. So anyway, I, I, um, I set them all back to the light, like as best I knew how to, it's more of a 
I don't know how, where, where'd I get this skill? No one freaking taught me. Well, it's in my memory bank somewhere. Just like Rion says, he kind of woke up to his, his duties on this planet, cleanup crew. So sending them back, I think there's a lot of, uh, watch out for those lodges and those sonic areas and those spaces and going into strange places, say a, a blessing for yourself before and after you eat, before you go into a new space. Uh, if you're around people, if they sound like they have a cold, protect yourself, get your devices. I have so many gadgets, it's not even funny. And, and, and handle it. Program your now space as best that you can. Because otherwise you're going to be on cosmic cleanup crew or you're going to feel like crap because it's in your body. And then, I mean, like, I don't know if you guys heard my last podcast, but a, a few ago, but it was about the, the, well, what I now comprehend to be the cracking of my auric field. It is, and that's my theory is that a lot of people have calcified auric fields from all the damage they've done on us with the water and the chemtrails and everything that they're doing to create us to have a very, very small programmable calcified auric field. And you got to bust through that. That way you're, if you have any, your demons can escape. Okay. So once that auric field can expand again, and breathe again, we can start, you know, breathing fully, getting full deep breaths of air in, and our nervous system can, can really utilize that, that breath of air that we're getting, then we can, and we can continue to connect back to source, okay? And so if I'm, I'm resonating with you, uh, you can give me some, some, some love in the, in the chat here, because <laughs> I know I can, I've, I've been criticized for being a little too far out there for some, I get it. Uh, it's not for everybody. So, <laughs> so I get it. Uh, but I, but I will say I'm just, uh, my volition is good. I want to help you guys. I want you to do, do you and feel like you can help others because shit's getting real intense now. Thanks guys. Thanks guys. I'm, I'm so, so happy to see, uh, all, much love in the, in the chat. Thank you. I, I do appreciate that. So continuing on now that we've talked about, you know, kind of programming our now space and, and for those of you not really clear on what the now space is, who may be new to this station, <laughs> Let's talk about that real quick before we listen to a couple sound bites that I've got prepared for you on this whole topic. And then we'll get back to the moon because <laughs> that's why we're here today. So um, now space. If you leave at all with anything today, the one easiest thing you can leave with is the now space concept. There is no past, there is no future. All we have is now, this moment right here in the now you can prove that we are here now because we are here now we are having this experience together so that is something i, I saw someone post in the chat i have a friend and she doesn't want to hear it anything about it well at least at least they might be interested in the now space and they probably already know it especially if they've taken yoga because we've talked about that one a lot the past is 
and the future. And then that's why the present, that's why we're in the present. Cause it's a gift that sort of thing. There's a big yogi thing that was, was moving around. So during the yoga movement, <laughs> so at least people can be happy with the now space and happy with what they can create now. And the power of the now, think of that, the power of the now, Eckhart Tolle, power of the now, power of now, but the power, power of the now. <laughs> so anyway, yes, volition, volition, keep that volition pure and keep it in the now and keep yourself safeguarded. Okay. So now let's start to talk a little bit about the moon, the moon. Okay. I'm going to play some and we'll kind of stop it and, and give some food for thought. Uh, this is from Y files YouTube channel, which I think is a, is an operation, like some sort of intelligence, no intelligence operation. And they're just, I don't know, maybe hopefully it's like a, a white hat operation who knows clowns in actions the, the way they act but if it is they're starting to give they're they're very well organized and putting things together very very well and either way i'm grateful for the for the y files on on this youtube channel cuz i've i've I, it saves me a lot of time in having to study things and it really sums them up so here we go this is the moon star secret okay they're starting to talk about the, the how the moon is potentially a well spaceship or spacecraft, and uh, is not natural to our setting. And so this is a secret. And so let's listen a little bit in and see where we are, and then I'll meet back on the other side of the clip. Evidence of a sky with no moon has also been found on the other side of the world. In the ancient site of Tiwanaku in Bolivia, there are symbols that depict the moon coming into orbit. And this happened at a specific moment in time thousands of years ago, long before recorded history. According to the Zulu and other ancient cultures, the moon didn't form. The moon was built and not built here. The Zulus say that the moon was built in another part of the galaxy by the alien race that Wawani and Mpanku came from. They built the moon as a monitoring station to keep an eye on us, the human race. But what kind of aliens are depicted in these old legends? They're not the small gray aliens. The aliens that built the moon are reptilian. Ah, lizard people. Yep, lizard people. Lizard. 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 Better. Let's go. All right, so if you fish he's a goldfish that's kind of a sidekick and he's he's a funny little fish goldfish is adds to the humor of the situation and uh so i see some of you guys have some different opinions in what the moon is what it isn't and so uh let's continue on and we'll see what else it has to say David Icke has written over 20 books about various conspiracy theories. He's covered everything from the Illuminati to UFOs to the multiverse. He's my hero. But he's probably best known for his theory about a humanoid reptilian race. Well, it's not a theory if it's true. Do you mind? Sorry, sorry. Lizard people get me really excited. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, did you know you can buy a lizard people coffee mug for no iFile store? No merch plugs, please. <laughs> Ike claims that humans share the Earth with a race of shape-shifting reptilian humanoids called the Archons. 
Bomani and Apanku, the brothers from the Zulu legend who brought the moon to Earth, were Archons. The Sumerians called these Archon brothers Enki and Enlil, who were also rulers of the Anunnaki. This race of reptilians primarily lives underground, but a few of them live among us as well. The surface-dwelling beings are here to make sure humanity stays compliant with and unaware of their plan. They're involved in the highest levels of the government, business, and technology. They're monarchs, politicians, and bankers. They own and operate major media companies. Mark, are the I thought that was interesting. They're bankers too. So let's let's kind of bring this full circle here. The concept that some uh, extraterrestrials came here, archons, if you will, and or brought some humans or who knows what kind of hybridizations have happened. And they're now in some of the highest levels of society, uh, of the fiction, we could say, bankers, monarchs, basically holding all those positions, of course. And so we continue. And this has been happening for, for eons, in well, at least on the earth here. Let me fast forward just a little bit. To perceive them differently, the source of the reptilians' power is their ability to alter our perception of reality. And they don't do this with telepathy. They do this with technology. According to David Icke, the moon is not only a spacecraft, but also a holographic projection device. The broadcasts from the moon warp our reality, or at least our perception of reality. There's what's known as a frequency embargo around the Earth. Wait, 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 wait. Who enforces this uh, embargo? Well, there's a bunch of alien races who are part of a galactic federation, and they keep an eye on the reptilians, but it, it's a whole thing. Go on, I got time. No, it needs its own video. <laughs> you gotta love hecklefish. Uh, so there's where the Galactic Federation comes in. I don't. I stay out of that because I don't like to get too into all that stuff. I. I really. This is taking it pretty far for me personally because I like to stay in in this realm. However, that doesn't mean that I keep being witness to these other things in my mind's eye and also my now space. It just keeps. Uh, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, you got to open your mind here. You got if if this is something that is not in your now space, it's okay. But the fact that there's this potential potential frequency embargo around us, creating our perceptions, makes so much sense. Oh my gosh, it makes so much sense to think that we are are just not. And that's why I think someone wrote in there that there's the that the moon might be a um, a light or some, but it's a hologram, but, but there's all these different perceptions of, of what things might actually be and the Truman show that we are in. Okay. This is, this is crazy. This is, uh, well, bizarro land. Okay. So everything we, we, it's almost like the 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 frequency embargo is is being disrupted or has been disrupted or when it's disrupted fully that's maybe what their Stephen Greer's and everything are like well there might be aliens and then you know but I don't know because then we'll get to that a little bit later when we see Eric Weinstein and he's like why are there no smart people in the government why are they not uh you know telling it why don't we have any real scientists talking about 
aliens and UFOs. It's all a joke. And it's true. This is a joke because it's being hid for a reason. Okay. And that's the part that is frustrating about it when I play it a little later on. It's because it's frustrating because it's like he's not, he's, he's acting really naive. Or maybe he's, he's, he's doing it on, on intentionally. I don't know. But the man needs a, a big wake up call. And we'll see just how smart he really is here. Because if, if the smart scientists, which I think what he's saying above IQ above 80, are really that smart, well, why didn't they figure out how to help more? You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, figure out something practical for the rest of us if you're that smart. <laughs> when I think of smart, I don't necessarily, I mean, I think of chief, you know, he's a smart, smart guy. He figured it out. He figured out how to uh, work through this. Um, well, what I this is my theory as we're going to listen a little bit more and then I'll kind of pop in my theories on on where we're at with all of this and what he did. So let me advance. Well, let's see what else there is here. There's a part that I want to play a little bit later in the clip, but we'll see how we are right now. Hey, it's a bunch of bullshit. There is much more to reality than we can perceive with our senses. And the human brain is quite capable of experiencing the true universe. In fact, it was specifically designed to do so. But the frequencies that would allow us to see the real world are being blocked. Instead, we're locked into this simple three-dimensional existence. But there is much more being withheld from us. If you believe in simulation theory, then these beings are the creators of the simulation. If you're religious, then these beings are demons or jinn. Either way, they're not our friends. But why? Why would an advanced race want to keep humans oblivious to the real world? Well, when humans were first created, the alien creators learned something. All other animals on Earth are driven by instinct. The instinct to eat, to survive, to reproduce, and that's about it. But when the first humans were given sentience, a byproduct of that sentience was emotion. Sure, humans are still driven by instinct. We're driven to survive and reproduce like every other animal. Ugh, and I got the guppy support payments to prove it. Oof, ah. But because humans are now aware of themselves and their existence, they experience the world differently. They experience fear of the future. Humans experience the pleasure of nostalgia for the past. No other animal has this gift or this curse. Animals kill for survival, but humans kill out of hate. Our alien creators learned that our emotions carry energy. And the creators learned that this energy can be consumed for nourishment. Unfortunately for us, negative emotions are the most nourishing of all. Some have described the alien desire for negative human emotion as a drug addiction. If humans were able to see and understand our true reality, we'd know that our energy or soul or spirit or whatever you want to call it can move to a higher plane of existence after we die. But instead, the alien creators addicted to our emotions keep us here. We're born, we live to feed the creators, then we die. Then we come back and do it all over again. It's forced reincarnation. This process is handled by a piece of equipment that's been called a soul recycler or a soul cube, which is a large box-shaped device that's installed on the moon. The cube watches us and then transmits our energy back to Earth after we die, over and over again, and has been doing so for thousands of years. Now, I know the theory sounds like science fiction, but many skeptics were turned into believers on December 6, 2021. All right. So there is uh, the moon's dark secret. 
And I thought that was fascinating. Okay. So you got these lizard people who love our emotion and they feed on the negativity. They feed Did you notice how he said the past? We, we're nostalgic beings. We, we can uh, think of the past and the future. And so we get all wound up on that. And that they have this quote unquote soul cube on the moon. Who knows? You know, they've actually taken pictures of it supposedly with, you know, on the moon, a square box, what have you. And that uh, is the one of the ways that they transmit and help capture uh, the 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 emotion and how we are perpetuated into their reincarnation cycle and this reincarnation cycle it creates this like slave planet because we keep coming back over and over and they just keep feeding on it and that's why we're so negative um or i shouldn't say why we're so negative but it explains the negativity that they would want to perpetuate things that create that negativity because they're in positions of power so found that interesting. And then I want to play this last piece, which I thought was interesting because they also have a uh, another tower on the plant on the moon, supposedly a high six mile high tower that is like the soul catcher. And if you think about it as like a almost like a, a Faraday cage for the souls and it captures souls and it keeps us reincarnating here. I mean, that, that's some serious technology, if you ask me. But I was thinking of like, oh, well, maybe here on on planet earth they were trying to build the tower of babel to be a something similar like i don't know anybody else ever put that parallel together of uh maybe the the tower of babel and this moon soul catcher was like six miles high who knows they were maybe it was a good thing they were trying to or maybe they were trying to emulate what what was being done to them i don't know i'm not gonna say that i i mean i get that they say that the Tower of Babel was a bad thing because they were trying to build themselves up to God. But who knows? Maybe they were trying to build a way to get out of this perpetual BS. But, of course, I don't know about the Babel that happened after, you know, the fall of it. So, uh, of course, we're all if we're all in Babel now and can't communicate, it makes obvious why, I, as I pointed out in my last live stream that, you know, why we would want to have quantum grammar because it comes in from a neutral position, takes us out of, of, of subjective interpretation and opinions. And it, and it just gives us a, a nice, uh, simple foundation for communicating fairly and justly without emotion and, and stating facts. And so that makes perfect sense. So let's play this one last piece here. And see if it's the right spot at 2106. That's where we are. Let me see. For us, our parole, it's going to be denied. The existence of the human soul has been pondered, well, forever. Greek philosophers like Plato and Socrates proposed an immortal soul that lives on after the body's death. Many religions say the soul originates from God and exists eternally, but the scientific evidence support the existence of a soul that can be quantified. In the early 20th century, physician Duncan McDougall... Oh, I don't want to play that part, but... A piece that I thought was cool... Oh, this one right here. Let me see if I can... If we can hear it. I sped it up just a little bit here. They talk about the Buddhists and how the Buddhists 
on the six realms of the wheel of life, there is on one of the charts, there is Buddhas pointing to the moon. <laughs> it's like, oh. So in other words, Buddhists believe in reincarnation. Well, I wonder why. I mean, they, they, they probably knew it was a trap. The wheel of life provides a symbolic map of samsara in Buddhism. Buddhists must attain enlightenment before moving beyond this cycle. And that can take many, many tries. And that's starting to sound a lot like the soul recycler. And here's something interesting. In the image of the wheel of life, which is found on the walls of monasteries and schools all over the world, Buddha, Buddha's pointing at the moon. Yeah. So, I mean, guys, this, if you want to watch the full show, it's on Y Files' YouTube channel. I find it totally fascinating, incredibly fascinating. And um, I hope you guys do too. So uh, let's just go back here a little bit. Um, Soul Catcher, is it a Tower of Babel on the moon? Were we trying to emulate that? Don't know. Um, is the soul catcher, has it been dismantled? Supposedly it has. Uh, maybe the soul catcher has been dismantled and maybe that happened and coincided with what Chief did. The soul catcher that is feeding, well, I guess the cube is like what, supposedly like feeding off our emotions or something. And then the soul catcher catches our soul so that we can't reincarnate, so that we can reincarnate here and we're trapped and we can't move to the light. And so, um, I don't know if you guys have any healer friends, but some of my healer friends have actually helped uh, uh, spirits or like family members or something help their spirit move to the light. And they actually needed it to be assisted because who knows, maybe, yeah, maybe there are a lot on this planet that have been caught. And if, if the soul catcher, this is theoretical guys, but if the soul catcher can be dismantled or is dismantled, then it doesn't, you know, we can, we can move beyond that, the, the, the pains of, of reincarnation. I mean, it can be painful for some people. They can remember a lot. And also um, it's, it's just brings back a lot of painful memories and uh, keeps the body in perpetual uh, states of shock and things like that. PTSD. And I don't know. I mean, just speaking from personal experiences. So, um, so <laughs> Josh says the last poll that I took, I think you're right. I changed my vote for the last poll. I think they do know. Yeah. The people I think know something's up. I think we kind of came to that conclusion out there. The people know something's up, but I don't think they, they, I mean, I feel like this closure was, was huge. This was biggest closure for me. Um, in a long time since Chief's closure. And so learning about the venue. And so when I hear that it's possible that um, this soul catcher or moon craft, whatever is, or at least the soul catcher has been dismantled, when what that means is that they can't perpetuate their, their crap. And from what Chief says, that lines up with what he's done, is he's saying that he set it up in a way that they can't perpetuate it just through his work at the Vatican and dismantling 
Um, they're, they're pushing the fiction back into either the past or future and getting them out of the now space. And he claimed the now space. And so what does that mean to an alien? I don't know. I, I, I mean, this is stuff we've got to talk more about with Chief, but I think from a contractual sense, at least here on the, on the earth plane with the business that they've been trying to set up, it, it ties in very very uh it, there's a nice nice parallel of how that ties in and and how he made it so that they can't continue with their uh with their babble essentially and with their fiction let's look at the chat here all right so Okay, so uh, again, I just want to reiterate that, that the parallel that I'm making that I had mentioned earlier on this evening was that if they are truly in um, that, like the military or the former US governments or other uh, governments around the world or other operations or militaries that they're not coming clean because either they're infiltrated or they're they're just confused because no one's at the helm like no one's there to direct them so they're all afraid of just you know living in their or losing their their means and losing their uh, means for living money job all that stuff and so that's everybody's got to grow a pair and and really step out of that uh, we're we're going to see more change faster if people start doing that, which I I don't know if if I mean if they're too if if they get the jab you know they might be home anyway so it might force them to and I think it might backfire on their plan the the global plan for world domination anyway so there's a lot of stuff that Chief did that ties in with all of this. And I look forward to getting more closure from him. I've spoke to him a little bit on all of this and how if what they were doing was perpetuating, not only reincarnating souls to operate under these uh, maritime mechanics and all of these functions, well, someone lost control of the program and it allowed for someone else to come in like him and 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 steer it. And then what he did was literally got them with their pants down because when he took control and uh, programmed the now space, I think that we I think that's some severe, some some very severe tech. Okay. That's that and we're talking technology that is way beyond anything in our comprehension at this at this moment but i think it's actually something that we can talk to chief about to really uh try to keep grasping and and comprehend how that affects what they were trying to do and how they're not going to be able to do it anymore and so maybe if the there are good white hats out there let's just call them white hats for ease, sake of ease but let's just say that there are those out there doing good things then um and helping with the dismantling of those things because we know there's good spiritual healers and good uh spiritual people out there but the but we need organized forces uh, to come and help 
bring Chief's technology forward and bring him forward. So I think that is, that's the, um, that's, that's part of it right there. So there's got to be some sort of cooperation at some point. And from what I comprehend, the way that they think that the people are is, is just so just programmed and dumbed down and they, and they're, they're just not, they're still, they're still pretty negative about that outlook, which I mean, those are the fiction people. So I guess it's, you know, that's, that's how they feel about them. But I mean, I don't, I don't, we don't feel about that with, with y'all, like you guys, we all have to, Of our vessels, rather, and you know, this is a is a, a the sovereign's duty and the sovereign's right, and I mean, we're all here to be accountable. So I, I don't see that as much as of a problem for claimants, claimant postmasters with the claim of the life. I see that more of a problem with the fiction and how the fiction feels about itself. So unfortunately, you know, that's where they're at now. Um, I think also, as Penel says something about chief through a through a quantum monkey wrench into their plans. So yes, if they're if you're talking about banking and and maneuvering on the on the planet, he definitely like threw a wrench into how they operate because they were. Um, I think what they it's almost like they forgot how to to run the planet. <laughs> And, and who knows how that happened? Maybe more will come out later. But it was like they they forgot how to keep control <laughs> or something. Uh, but anyway, I did want to say that when the moon comes close and far, you know, like that movie Moonfall, it could cause disruptions or floods or whatever. And so I was wondering if maybe the spacecraft, if it is that, was doing that to to restart or call the simulation to do the resets, if that was part of that. Like, they're like, oh, cue the moon, bring it in closer, mess up the earth a little bit and let them start over. And that's why we have these incredible Romanesque or Tartarian looking structures and buildings plopped right down in the middle of like, you know, Indiana. <laughs> that, that were clearly not built by cowboys and their horses and no electricity. So um, I was having a conversation with my dad about that, trying to explain that. He's like, no, no, I think they were just railroad, wealthy railroad people that built those. And I was like, okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, now let's move into... Joseph Colin Joseph says the moon is a lunatic etymology of the moon relating to uh, relates to a month, the space it takes to move around the earth, which relates to the time that doesn't exist. Anyway, yeah, the, the lunar or kind of lunatic operation that they're running. That's probably where they got that. All right. Now let's move uh, to our final piece today, our final segment, moving right along. One moment, please, while I open up my system here and we'll get to it. So you guys remember this piece here? I'm going to play it. Listen close. I'm sure you guys know this one. It is the corporate policy of the United States government to hire stupid people 
That way the people way up on top are not accountable for what the stupid people do to the citizens. Do you guys remember when he said that? What, I mean, not he said that, but here, I'm going to play a little bit uh, earlier from that. He said this to me. Well, there we go. Correct flag must be flying at the, at the U.S. Treasury. They brought in the head of U.S. Secret Service. They kicked out all Treasury agents. In the room was the head of U.S. Secret Service, David Eichelwin, Colin Miller, myself, and two others. The head of U.S. Secret Service asked me to come over to the window. I went over to the window at the U.S. Treasury. He said this to me. It is the corporate policy of the United States government to hire stupid people. That way, the people way up on top are not accountable for what the stupid people do to the citizens. Okay, you guys remember that? I, I feel like, yeah, that's War Castles. War Castles 2. Yeah, War Castles 2. And he says he says this a lot, okay? You know, he said it throughout many of his videos, but uh, I just found it in War Castles 2. But my point is that they know that they know what they're doing about hiring stupid people. And they've made that clear to him. Now, they didn't have to say that to Chief, okay? They didn't have to say these words to Chief. But he oftentimes repeats this, that many of the agencies say this. And I find that very interesting because it's like, of all the things to say, they don't have to say this, but they do. Okay. And so now I think people are trying to piece it together because here we have, I don't know what Eric Weinstein is like a physicist or he's some scientist, but let's listen to what Eric Weinstein says. And, uh, let me see here where we're at. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Is. And when our government takes a position that makes it impossible to avoid that by hiding its data and making provocative statements involving a thermonuclear narrative, I think it's wonderful that you know the internet generation uh, feels so secure that we can have fun with giant bug-eyed aliens and you know Skinwalker Ranch and cattle mutilations, but. When you actually are talking about things probing your airspace or um, areas in which um, military presence is found, you're talking about something that potentially could lead to a conflagration. And so, you know, just the way uh, I don't expect people to be, um, you know, singing popular songs. Oh, okay, so there's that. And then I'm going to play... So he's talking about UFOs and why the heck the military isn't at least giving some closure to some some of the the people who are smart and can actually do some science around their findings. Uh, and then the next piece here, I'm going to cue it up. There we go. Let's listen. Just a, a change in technology. If somebody figured out hypersonic technology, fine, I get it. But this has become completely crazy. The idea that we avoid smart people at all costs. We make sure that there are no smart people in our COVID narrative. There are no smart people in our physics narratives. There are no smart people in our threats. This, yes, I, I understand I'm stepping into the following bear trap. Eric, you sound elitist. No kidding. Look at the prosperity all around you if you happen to live in an advanced country. You're welcome. 
Now, get the data to the smart people and stop effing around. You have to appreciate, every day I get up, I look at the world, the world is so far shifted from what I expect. I write about it on Twitter, I used to do podcasts, I will do them again. Um, the reason people listen to me is that I'm perpetually just scratching my head and say, "What did somebody let off a neutron stupid bomb all over the all over the world?" Now we're having the craziest discussions about narratives that make absolutely no sense. We either have a significant threat or we don't. If you have a significant threat, you hire the people, you train the people, you go talk to them. Okay. Well, we know they don't do that. So he should watch a freaking movie. Uh, documentary warcastles.com or piercingdynasty.com or lastlegstanding.com and get a little bit more closure because he's acting so again these people are going to get clobbered if they're not if they're not getting ahead of the all of this fiction because the fiction's not going to like it they're going to come at them and then again we're going to have a dr tenpenny situation where she got clobbered and and attacked by the fiction because she wasn't in control of her now space and she lost control of it and it's really hard to watch and it's sad and and these smart people ain't that smart right like you guys are a lot smarter here you're here you or some of you have claims of the life already you're getting ahead you're getting your your quantum claims done on your on your um useries so that you're getting yourself into a safeguard position of a, a strong hold against the uh fiction elements that are you know trying to blow your house down essentially so the last one i want to play it's just to close it out here more of his confusion I, I just don't know how to think about people who avoid smart people and continually have discussions about Nothing. I mean, look, look at these papers. This is not what we're supposed to be doing. I, I deal with colleagues who believe that peer review is, is an intrinsic part of science, which is clearly not true. The brainwashing of our scientific institutions, the, the fact that we don't know the history of the golden age of general relativity, that we don't understand the way in which anti-gravity intersected, the way that we don't understand that we distributed programs in the interstitial regions between nonprofits like universities, government uh, agencies like units of the military and private corporations like our aerospace corporations. We used to know how things got done. And then we passed the Mansfield Amendment in the late 1960s, early 1970s to put the kibosh on military funding of civilian research. And we went completely insane. I mean, I understand their motivation for not wanting the military to be directing civilian research during the Vietnam War. But when you knock out a load-bearing wall, you are responsible for putting some support in its place before the destruction is complete. You should either release the data or you should get the smart people uh, in one place as we have done in the past. Okay. So anyway, I just thought that was really interesting that we got Eric Weinstein demanding full access to government data for scientists. Well, I mean let's face it they don't want you to have it eric they've made it clear what part of that are you confused about why don't you get with your scientists and start a scientist revolution instead of you know i mean i know he's doing the best he can god love him god love him i i vent i vent but 
that's what's happening. They need to watch the Y files for God's sake and see what's happening. I mean, if they're so smart, <laughs> why don't they watch and see that that moon is a spaceship? <laughs> so anyway, guys, that is the podcast live stream that I have prepared for you tonight. I hope you have enjoyed it. We have gone over many, many topics and brought it full circle to uh, the the truths that are happening on the planet with their keeping the knowledge away from the people. They don't want the fiction to have it. They're doing this with volition. They are doing this to create havoc. They want, they want to create emotions, negative emotions. And now I think it's even worse because of the fact that they are, um, that they are, they realize that they're done for because that, that's the other thing. That's the, that's, I think that's the a good way to segue out right now tonight and to go think about this is what does it look, what does our world look like without them? Cause they're done. I don't know so much about the moon and what all that is and what's going on with that. And I pray that everything is okay with our now space, our mother Gaia and planet earth that we love so much and that we can take her back and treat her right. Like every lady wants to be treated right. Right especially Mother Gaia, she commands it. And what they're doing uh, as a last resort, a last attempt at salvaging any sense of power and control by such destruction and, and nastiness is so stupid. So when you go to bed tonight, when you do your clearing work, clear that they move on let their souls move on bye bye send back no thank you no gracias not interested move it on you know that's where we need to be putting our mindset and start focusing on what we do want and what our world looks like without those demons on it and 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 put them on cosmic cleanup i ain't cleaning up their shit forgive the language but really let them do it they created it so they can clean it up that's my other contingency make some contingencies for them and put it out to the good old universe <laughs> hey, there we go. Look at that. Reuter says that sewage yields more, more gold than the top mines. Their shit is literally gold. That's best news I've heard all day. <laughs> I mean, if we knew, as Chief says, if we knew how abundant this earth plane is, I mean, <laughs> we'd be, we'd be jumping for joy. 
So just know that there is abundancy everywhere. I mean, it's everywhere. It really is. So don't, don't fret for too much longer here. Just got to move some pieces out of the way. So keep seeing it in your now space. So it can be for everyone. There's just so much abundance, abundance for all of you, for everyone. And, and like I said, we just, we have to just move, move some shit out of the way. Keep doing our clearings, clear our now space, program your now space. Chief says, program your now space or someone's going to do it for you, right? So stay on it, stay with the work. And then we become stronger. We become a fierce force. And that, I mean, that's a, that's a true gift right there. So anyway, I was just kind of rambling there in, at the end, but... what work we each need to do in order to, to just keep moving this, this junk out and just see what you want and how, and the importance of that. And remember to safeguard of your dream space because there are file traitors, as I call them, coming into the dream space, making us have to do the work in our dream space too and then we never get the rest that we need. What we need is to be manifesting and sharpening our wits, sharpening our strength, sharpening the tools that we have around us so that we can safeguard our now space, safeguard our loved ones that need our help. We can't save everyone. So you have to choose. And then as we move and travel and do things, we, we bring that safeguard with us and we have the energy to do it. Because if we don't have the energy to do it and we get caught up in that cycle, that wheel, or we haven't done the work and we haven't purged the demons or whatever you want to call them, it's going to catch up. And you know what? People are going to stop calling you on the phone because they're going to sense it because eat despite for lack of better words, I love that word, but it's too bad. It's no contract word, but we have to each do the work or else it catches up with us and then others can sense it. And then they're just kind of be like, Oh, okay. And they, and they may not claim to know what they know, but back to that poll that we took on the last poll, I think they know, at least a part of them knows, a part of their spirit knows. And, and so I think as, as, as we break through that shell of an auric, that, that petrified and calcified auric field, that auric shell that has been entrapping us, as we break through that, 
and start to clean up our now space, we can bring those miracles in. And then we become that force as, as a community, as a venue. And that's, that's, that's what we really need to do. We really need to build that because we have a lot of studying to do. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw some of the contracts that chief has put forward for us in the templates, but we have a lot of learning to do. We've got to figure out this quantum grammar. We've got to figure out the correct sentence structure, communication, parse, syntax, grammar, and how it performs and how to move this now space into what we want to create with our words on paper done in a correct positioning format. Joe is asking, what are you doing with your claim of the life? Do you use it to travel or not pay taxes or travel or any of the above? Um, I highly, highly recommend you go, Joe, uh, and it's a great question, and I appreciate it. Thank you. We're doing more of the um, uh, Now Space news on this particular broadcast this evening, as opposed to a, a Postmasters Basic, where we do go over a little bit more of your questions on the claim of the life and things like that. But I will say, excuse me, you do definitely want to go back and check out the podcast on it's 18 minutes long it's on chief's youtube channel someone could post that video uh, of dr tenpenny and the fictions grab at the easy prey because that is gonna that's gonna uh give you some insight as to not necessarily directly of what we're doing with the claim of the life but what happens if you don't position yourself and your now space with that claim of the life and all of its functions thereafter. Does that make sense? So um, yeah, I don't know if somebody can post that in there, but I would say go to go to uh, Chief's YouTube channel. Just type in Russell J. Gold. I don't, I'm not sure if there's a punctuation on that. And then I believe uh, you can find that video right there for Dr. Tenpenny. And I also think it's in the Telegram channel if you just go to like videos or whatever, one of those. Oh, there it is. Thank you guys. I was waiting for that. So check that out. This is what happens when you don't take care of your now space, when you don't position yourself with your quantum claims, when you have no safeguard around you on contract and the way that i see it and the way that i kind of describe it is is like you're setting yourself up with this now space energy field right because you you're opening up particular sea lanes you're opening up particular uh 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 claims, quantum claims on your usuries, you become less of a target from the fiction when you're a fact. They, they tend to stay away from that because they don't want to expose it to the light because then if they exposed it, it would get, it become more popular and more people would do it, right? So you see what we're up against? It's a conundrum. All right. 
Jeremiah says the beauty of watching the fiction destroy the fiction is priceless. I mean, isn't it a thing? But you guys, for our brothers and sisters out there still soul searching, we we can't judge them. And, you know, we it's it's yes, they're they know not what they do. <clears throat> the we have to have some uh well we don't you don't you don't have to but i have compassion for where they're not at because they're going down and and they may not know it that's why i'm saying that's why that's why if you listen to this in its full circle entirety this live stream tonight is all about how to strengthen that because if you're not prepared you will go down i have i have i felt I have felt attacks on my being. I, they come at me all the time and I'm sure they come at you from our loved ones, from family, from friends. Things escalate quickly. It's, it's okay. We, we can get back to our good, the good feelings and the, and the neutral state within us, but it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of purging of the shadows, the shadow people. Remember my live stream on the shadow guy? Uh, that was quite a thing. Jeez. And I know that you guys may not want to go there and you may not want to talk about it and you may not want, you may think it's foo-foo, but I tell you then good luck. Good luck. If you think that this is not a spiritual journey or a spirit, that you're not a spiritual warrior and that we don't have to be a spiritual warrior right now. When the, when, when you got people like Alex Jones saying that you, uh, yeah, you better be preparing because, you know, I mean, I guess he's more, uh, he takes more of the, the biblical perspective or the Christian perspective, right? Or something like that. Like that's, that's a little bit more their style, like kind of the end time stuff. And I get it. I'm not, I'm not really that way, but I kind of hear what they're saying. Like we've, Remember when I was talking about going outside and doing somersaults again? <laughs> you might have to start getting in shape like you didn't know possible, like when you were a kid. Because if if not, then then we become soft and, and we need to be strong right now. So um, is the so yeah. And if you if you are wanting to know more about the claim of life, come back on this broadcast. We will do a postmaster's basic. I do tend to do one of those a month. I'll try to bring on a special guest to help talk about the claim of the life and the venue, the quantum venue, and more about the grammar and how important that is. But if you go back and listen to this fully, or if you maybe you've heard the whole thing, then you will find how it ties in. Um, to our topic tonight, our topics tonight about the moon even. I try to make these entertaining and fun as well for you guys. And I know that um, may not resonate with some of you, but for the for, but for some of you guys out there, um, I think there's just so much that's becoming clear to everybody right now that it's important to integrate it or tigrate it or create the joinder of our comprehension so that we have full closure. Does that make sense? Joe asks if we can use our claim of the life as an identification to get on an airplane. Not, I mean, maybe Chief's done it. 
the postmaster general has done it. If you watch War Castles, he shipped himself around the world without a passport. So you've got to know the proper mechanics and you have to have the, the closure and the, the comprehension of how to do that. And we don't, you know, it's not something we're just saying, yeah, go do. I mean, um, we're, we're chiefs still waiting for us to show that we have a comprehension of what he's, what tools he's given us. He's limited our, the tools that he gives us for our own safety, kind of like he wouldn't give a child a hammer so that we can uh, have baby steps. We get the rubber hammer, if you will. So we get the baby steps. We start to learn how to operate, come to the workshops, take some of the, the courses, jump into the study groups, learn syntax, start to get your training rails set up and ready to go. Uh, you, you'd be surprised. I see claimants who've been in the venue for over a couple or a couple years now and they're still asking questions that show where they're at or not at and i'm like whoa now even now even i can notice that and i'm, I'm not i'm not saying that to sound righteous self-righteous or anything i'm just saying that I, even i'm noticing where they're not and it's 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 very very you'll the learning curve can be quick if you're paying attention. I'll just leave it at that. All right, guys. Again, like I have said prior, you can uh, go to warcastles.com or piercing-dynasty.com or lastflagstanding.com. Uh, for the claim of the life.com there is a video um, on each of those a few videos that will give more closure for you i hope and again come back for postmasters basic where we do talk a little bit more in depth about the venue so all right guys that's it for tonight be well peace out blessings and may you guys prosper <laughs> live long and prosper or what's another word for prosper Live long and full of abundance. Do the bun dance. Blessings. <laughs>